Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Female empowerment. It's a term that's used a lot these days, but what does it really mean? And why is it so important? And how do you actually achieve it? Plus, what is the man's role in this new venture for women? In today's episode, I talk with women's mojo recovery specialist, Deborah Kagan, to help break it down for us. Welcome to episode number 149. I am A of TNA Talk Sex. Hi, Deborah. Hey, I'm so glad you're here and I'm glad to be with you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. And um, thank you for having me. Deborah and I met, um, you guys know... Um, the gals from the Almost 30 podcast, everyone listening, um, we had them on a couple times. And Deborah and I met at one of their events, um, Sex, Love, and Other Things, I think. Sex, Love, and Other Things. And yeah. so, yeah, we chatted for a while. And then um, she happened to have this fabulous event that we're at, which is the Rockier, Rockier Mojo Women's Weekend. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and so we're here. We're backstage. And we're like on lunch break having a, a quick chat. Um, with a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm so grateful for all the work that you're doing mm-hmm. for women, and it's so, been so inspiring to be here. And there's how many? There's what 50, 60 women here, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's really powerful, and it's so wonderful to hear all the ladies' comments and aha moments, yes. and there's really a lot of transformation that's happening right in the room like all weekend long. Absolutely. Which is beautiful and wonderful to see. So let me just intro you real quick. Okay. <laughs> I'm just doing a real rundown. Um, so Devra is, uh, she's the uh, creator of these events, the Rock Your Mojo events. You, you define yourself as a women's mojo recovery specialist, which I totally love and adore. And um, she, so she helps women conquer indecision and self-doubt so that they can live a turned on life. She's also an author of the her book, Find Your Me Spot. And she's also the founder of V-Day in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. which uh, you told us about that project. It's a, a reproduction or a production of the Vagina Monologues. Yes, we do it to raise awareness and funds for the V-Day Global Organization, and we locally benefit Peace Over Violence. Wonderful. Yeah. And um, and you've also, and I love this because I'm so into feng shui, yeah. um, and she's also uh, like a feng shui, I'll say maestro, I don't know, there's probably <laughs> an official master whole system, but you've been doing it for, what, over 20 years, and 20 specifically years. 12 in yes. that practice alone. Yes. So I love that, um, you know, you bring that work into, or the, even the philosophy of that work mm-hmm. into everything that you do in yes. your work with women. So that's Deborah. In a very small nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I just let's just start with what is mojo? Mm-hmm. Why is it important? Yes. Why are we having this conversation? And why is that kind of work um, happening right now in the world? Well, mojo, you know, think of it as your life force. Anybody out there who's, you know, our yogis or our Tai Chi people, you know, are into, you know, the chi and the ki and the prana, mm-hmm. mojo's our life force. It's within us and it's all around in the universe. You know, it's, it's interesting you talked about the feng shui. So on that aspect, we're looking at it from an environment perspective where we're you know, moving the mojo, if you will, in our environments to create a more empowered life. 
Well, what I realized, and one of the reasons I actually switched just from exclusive feng shui consulting was I noticed so many of my clients, which of course were women, Mm They were making the exterior shifts, but there was this internal piece that wasn't happening, and so they would hit a plateau. Because mm. you know, feng shui is very powerful, and your life will change. But there's a level of you, like literally wherever you are, there you are, right? Mm-hmm. There's a level of you that also needs to show up. And many people like to ignore that part. You know, it's like, right. if I fix the outside... Then all's going to be good. And it, or they don't even know that it exists or how to even access mm-hmm. it or that it's a, 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 a factor. Yeah. And honestly, when we're all born, when we look at little babies, and I'm lucky enough to have this new niece in my life right now, and so it's so cool because when we're all born, our mojo is completely 100% intact. It's there. You look at babies and you see. I mean, they're beaming. They're shining. It's like the the, the wisdom and, and that life force is just, it's, it, you, you, it's not, you can't deny that it's there. And then we go through life and stuff happens, right? So a lot of yeah. people will go, oh, I've lost my mojo. And I'm like, nope, you haven't lost your mojo. The volume dial mm. on the mojo has simply been turned down. And now you, all you need is access to how to turn it back up. Right. I, you know, what comes to mind for me is everyone has mojo. Totally. Men have mojo too. Mm-hmm. Men lose their mojo too. But I, I, I don't, I won't agree with, I guess my question is, why is the attention, do you think, in present day so much on women? You know, we hear women stepping into their power, gaining their power, finding their mojo. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is going on that we're shifting this conversation so much to like the female spectrum? Well, I, because I think it's been ignored for you know, way too long, and decades don't even count, right? It's like more like centuries, right? Yep. So I'm not going to I'm not going to get into a history lesson here, right? But I know you and I could rap on that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's because you know it has been ignored. Um, women have felt suppressed in many ways, you know, not just in the professional realm, but certainly personally as well. And I love what you bring, and you know, your whole podcast, because you know, hello, talking about about our sex and sexuality is a big deal and being able to own that that's part of owning your mojo right being able to be fully self-expressed and so this this denial of woman this 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 keeping women small it's um people have gotten women particularly and and i I think men as well have gotten really bored with it Mm -hmm. and bored to the point where it's unacceptable and there's, you know, when things get so imbalanced, there is going to be some natural order that will start to shift that balance back. I mean, we, we're here in Los Angeles, you know, where all these wildfires are happening. That's a natural occurrence. And nature does that because there's certain things on the land that get out of control, right? right? And so it needs to be cleared away. And so there's a clearing that's occurring in what's possible for women. And there's a bit of a wildfire going on right now, right? Yeah. It's like, it is a little hairy, scary, and kind of crazy. You know, we're, we're living off of the week right now of the whole hashtag Me Too. Right. And, um, you know, and, and you shared that I do this V-Day event, part of my life. I mean, I grew up in a home of domestic violence, and the first time I had sex, I was raped. There is, there, it's enough of women being um, abused and demeaned, and, and I know this happens to men as well. Um, my, my experience is as a woman, right? So, sure. so that's what I focus on, and that's how I want to be able to help women. And 
So it's a long answer. Sure, yeah, <laughs> you know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, um, and what excites me about it is, you know, this is something I've been talking about for decades. And, and the, the beautiful thing is it's only, the conversation's only happening more and more. I know. It's right? so exciting. So it's like, I really get that we were standing on the shoulders, you know, of all the women that have come before us. Yeah. That's what was so exciting about meeting you at that event too. Cause you know, I'm, I'm, in my, I'm getting into my latter part of my forties Yeah, <laughs> and I felt, I was like, I was feeling like the older generation lady there. Right. But no, but it's and, wonderful. Which is wonderful. Yeah. And that's my point. I was like so exciting to see, you know, a younger generation of women in this day mm-hmm. having these kind of conversations. Right. You know, this is what I was so desperately wanting and attempting to bring into the culture back, you know, a couple decades ago. Right. And it was still challenging at that point. It was still not as accepted. And so you know, it's, it's, it's vital that we have these conversations. Now we have all this technology that is allowing that to happen more and more. And so that's what excites me about it. What I hear a lot, um, in, in even the women here and people mentioning is that there's like this, this other, this, um, bigger self Mm -hmm. that they, no exists and this other kind of woman that is wild and mm-hmm. powerful and loving and you know just this um wonderful holistic woman that i feel like ladies are finally allowing to exist in their psyche mm-hmm. and then also like wow i can be that it's like one of the first times where we're like wow i, I that's not just a fantasy mm-hmm. <laughs> that can actually happen so so I think that's what's starting the conversation. It's yeah. beautiful. So in terms of Mojo, can you talk specifically maybe about how, like, the different kind of life someone lives, like, with when they're not in touch with their Mojo and then um, if they go through and do this work that you yeah. um, sort of guide them through and hold their hand through? Yeah, because I always think, you know, how many of us actually grew up going, hey, you know, having people going, yeah, be totally self-expressed, you know, mm. like really be in your power, like go try stuff out, experiment. It was mostly like, be careful, don't do that. It, there's there's the, the, the way that we are brought up, most of us, we don't have that kind of encouragement to... But can I also say, though, that like, I think... Just in the because of the general temperature of mm-hmm. our of our society and our culture and all the stuff that goes on sort of subconsciously and under the under the radar, that it can it can totally that kind of stuff can totally limit expression as well. Like hundred percent. Like I grew up in a household where my parents were always like, "You can do whatever you want," and you know all of that. But I had tons of baggage still, you know, and, and I had to go through my whole dirt. Still am, of course, you know of letting go of all this stuff where it's like, where the hell did that come from mm-hmm. about being a woman or not being able to self-actualize? And so I don't, it, it's more than just family. It's, it's more culture, than just family and society. specific things. Yes. I feel like everybody can really benefit yeah. from. Absolutely. And, ma- you know, magazine, I mean, it's, it's, there's so much. And in this day and age, you know, with social media, as great as it can be, there's a lot that um, people, you know, in terms of c- comparison, However, let's get back to you were asking, you know, in terms of mojo, and I'd love to just quickly define that also because the way that I, the way that I really come about it and share the mojo work, it's mojo is a good four-letter word, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, there are four pillars. So M is about our mindset. 
And we all, I think it's real easy and clear. If we have a shitty mindset, you know, we're going to get shitty results. If we're thinking in a victim way, we're going to be victimized, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got to get our heads screwed on straight. That's one of the, <laughs> the first things. And a lot of times when we're disconnected from our mojo, we don't see ourselves accurately, mm-hmm. right? We do not ask for what we want in or out of the bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. We um, we have disempowering thoughts about ourselves. So that's when we're disconnected from our mojo. So M mindset's really the, the key here. The next thing is the O of mojo, and that's what I call the oracle. And that's our bodies. Because mojo, our true mojo, the life force power, lives in our bodies. And literally, everybody listening right now, go ahead and take your thumb, stick it in your um, belly button, put your middle finger right over your pubic bone, and that's the top and the bottom of your power center. For my for my woo woo folks out there, right? <laughs> it's second chakra. It is literally, you know, it's it's and for my martial arts peeps, it's called the Dantian. This is your life force, and our oracle that's low in our body. So, in in order to have connection to our life force, we must be in our bodies, embodied. And the thing that's gone on, this is also a cultural thing, certainly since the late sixties. And and while I'm a fan and I am a feminist. We, you know, the pendulum swung very far over to being, quote, masculinized. And I really believe there's this epidemic of uh, the masculinization of women that's been going on for decades. So, right? so we're talking like, about that for years. Uh, yeah, like, right? <laughs> so it's like, and that's an issue because we have disconnected from our bodies. And the and particularly as women, the power of our bodies and, and tapping into that gives us access to more capability again to ask for what we want, to have a, a stronger presence, just standing in a room, right. right? So the oracle. J of Mojo, it's joining with the different roles that you play in life. You're not just, you know, a podcaster, right? I'm not just... Believe it or not. <laughs> it's like, you are a sassy mama. You know, I've watched your videos. <laughs> so it's like we have these different roles in life. And um, and so what happens is we end up living out of maybe only one or two of them, right? So uh, we, we look at fluffing out and really looking at the fullest self-expression of all these different roles so you can have more confidence, you can have more fun in life, and you can have more pleasure. And the last O is about the oasis and really turning your life, uh, your environment into an oasis so that your space has a lot more mojo available to you. And then there's less stress and more ease in your life. And that, of course, comes from so much of the feng shui work. All right. So we are behind stage, so there is a bit of a noise. Um Okay, so so that's what mojo. So that's your, the definition of mojo. I love that breakdown. That's the way I roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> and the oasis, the, your environment is so important. I mean, why? It's it's you're in it all the time. It's it affects you. You affect it. Everything's connected. Mm-hmm. It's part of the whole picture. Hundred percent. Everything's energy. Actually, I haven't even said that yet. But that's really the basis of all the 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 work that I share. It really is that everything is energy, and quantum physicists have shown this to us at this point, right? And what's exciting about that is energy is constantly in motion. It's constantly shifting. It's constantly changing. It's never static. And so when we look and we start to understand that within ourselves, we can really never authentically say, oh, gosh, I'm so stuck. Right. There's always the possibility that something can shift because everything is in motion. 
And uh, again, you, like you were saying, the environment you know has its own energy. We have our own energy. We affect that energy. So there is a symbiotic process and relationship that's occurring twenty four seven. Completely. Um, you know, I see. I just want to illustrate the scope of the work that Deborah does in terms of um, sexuality and men listening. How this is going to affect you in the bedroom as well, because you damn know well, you know well that if your lady's not on, you know you're not on. You both are not on. So everything affects everything. And you know, when I was doing central massage, um, this is the one thing that really triggered me a lot. Was a um, understanding and hearing all these stories from these men about these women who were um, just not sexually interested at all, completely turned off um, in terms of feeling sexy or being interested in them. Or um, And it, to me, it sounds exactly like what you're talking about, a woman who's not able to fully be comfortable and embrace all these different roles. I think a lot of it has to do with masculinization and uh, over-masculinization and all that. So what's your experience been with women who go through this work in terms of their sex life and their relationship with their husbands well, or you, partners? You, or know, it's, you know, it's interesting. Um, numerous women this weekend <laughs> and, and who, you know, by the way, have like come for the first time this weekend, right? So oh, like wait, wait, not, come to the event or come? come to, no, so, yes, not, not come as an orgasm. <laughs> okay. but I, that, that's amazing too because we, and I was talking about orgasm because what's interesting uh, what's really interesting, and one of the things I talk about um, at this event, which is always a little bit of a shock because it's not a sex event, right? right? But then, of course, you know, hello, <laughs> got to weave you it in. Not. You can't not. You got to weave it in a little bit. About mojo. But I, it's interesting because I show a diagram, like an actual, um, bi, you know, like a biology, you know, like we're in biology class or an anatomy class, excuse me, and um, I show a, a diagram of the um, throat. Right mm-hmm. and the larynx, mm-hmm. and then I go to a slide and show a diagram of the vulva. And I don't, have you ever looked at this? I have not. I'm going to show you the slides then because yeah, I know you stepped out of the room for that moment. Uh-huh. I know you were. Or um, so in any case, um, they look exactly the same. Wow! And the connection between our throat and our vagina is deeply connected biologically and anatomically. And um, you, you probably have talked about this with some other sex expert um, uh, out there, but you know, are also the nerve endings in our cervix are also connected to the back of our throat. Okay. So wow. once we, I have not heard that from sex experts who have been on. really no. Oh well, I'm I'm glad I can bring, <laughs> I'm glad I can bring because well, this might be a whole other conversation, but. I'm like, Bring it. I just got shy, <laughs> which is really funny. But you know, I don't normally end up having these conversations. Right. But no, it's really, that's why actually there is a um, there is a benefit to um, giving deep and long uh, blowjobs, right? Right, because it actually will enliven your cervix, right, and then mm. give more pleasure to your cervix. And then, you know, then there's you know clitoral and vaginal and sure. cervical orgasms, right? So right. if you stimulate the back of the throat, it will ignite your cervix to have more pleasure. I'm envisioning this in my mind. I'm like, yes, it's, yes. It's so yeah, I remember have, that. So, you're welcome. So have fun the next time you're with a lover. <laughs> Thank you. I think we all will. <laughs> so enjoy everybody, um, and be kind, gentlemen, when you do this. Right? It's not right. you know, be kind, <laughs> right? Because a lot of women aren't necessarily used to that or have had no, neg- very that. negative experiences. Right, yeah. in that area, yeah. right? Yeah, so. you can check out our blowjob show if you guys have any um, <laughs> questions about that. <laughs> One of the earlier episodes.
episodes. Yeah. Um, so I have to, uh, let, uh, let me circle back. Um, the connection also just between the power of, um, you know, of being um, a woman and being in touch with yourself and, and then the shifts that can happen. And so in terms of in the bedroom, there are a few women who have, uh, are attending this event for the first time. And we've had numerous shares at the mic uh, during the event where they said, yes, so I went home last night and my man was really happy. Like they come back this morning and they're shining and clearly they went home and like got down and got busy and had some rockin' sex. Amazing. And why is that? Why is that? That's because when a woman really does embody her mojo and access her mojo and starts to feel more confident, there's more um, pleasure available. There's more... um, uh, ability to, again to ask for what she wants, and it's not a, necessarily a chore to have sex. It's a desire because mm-hmm. when a woman feels good in her body, she wants to share that. Right, right, right. Like we really want to be able to share that when we feel that way, and when we're confident about feeling that way. Mm-hmm. So that's a massive difference that occurs for women already. Just by like, by the way, those some of those women you know came for Friday evening to the event, and right. Saturday morning said uh, hello, and now it. Sunday, you know, today there was a couple other women who said the same thing, and and one of them, <laughs> her guy was like, "Honey, I like this event, <laughs> right?" And he knows that it to her this morning, like, "Go have another good day." <laughs> so you know, that's definitely what's possible in terms of uh, more expressed and enjoyable sexuality. Mm-hmm. And then actually this afternoon, we're going to talk about some more Oasis tips mm. um, because the way you do set up your bedroom can make a difference in the way that you enjoy your lovemaking and your sex, right? Sure. Yeah. It, the, the environment, you know, if you're looking at dirty clothes and mm-hmm. laundry and like nothing sensual in there, it's... Not really that big of a turn on. <laughs> not, not so much. Not so much. I love that we're going to talk about that later yeah. today. Um, okay, so we're going to take a quick break. but I, And then when we get back, I want to talk about some of the top maybe three things that really get in the way of totally. a woman being in touch with her mojo. So we will be right back. I'm talking with Deborah Kagan, who is the mojo recovery specialist mm-hmm. for women. You can find her work on her website at deborah-kagan.com. And then you can find her on social as well at Deborah Kagan. Um and we will be right back. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to TNA Talk Sex. I'm A, and I am at the Rock Your Mojo Women's Weekend with Deborah Kagan, and we uh, have a few minutes to chat behind uh, behind backstage. And I wanted to ask you: We've been talking about women getting in touch with their mojo, their um, their confidence, mm-hmm. and their power. And I wanted to know, in your experience with with all of the clients you've worked with, and and all the years you've been in this, what are the top three things really or the top factors that really get in the way of this for women what's what's really going on 
Well, one of the top things is an epidemic in the world, which is the, you know, abuse and women who have gone through, you know, any sort of abuse or rape or sexual assault, right? If you've been through a traumatic uh, relationship, that, of course, can instantly shut your mojo down, right? Mm -hmm. And then there is the space of... Uh, what to do, how to find your way back, because the, the the thing that is less talked about in that arena is the fact that anyone that has gone through that goes through what's called disassociation, Right. okay? And that's an actual clinical term. And disassociation is when you, you leave your body. And if you've had any kind of abuse, right, or, or any of these experiences, you, you, you leave your body as a safety mechanism. It makes sense, right? That's yeah. what you, you don't want to be in your body. And again, you know, when you're not in your body, you don't have access to that power center. You don't have access to your mojo. You've cut yourself off. And so, and you have no power and you have no presence and there's no magnetism available. Mm. Right. So that's really one of the main problems. And unfortunately, not every woman, thankfully, um, most women have gone through some kind of an experience like that. And let me just say, I also... And this is part of the whole hashtag me too conversation that's going on as well right now. But I think these transgressions happen, like it doesn't have to be an all out rape that no. can shut you down that way. It nope. can be really, really minor transgressions that we wouldn't typically categorize as no. an assault. That Correct. Can, that can still have an effect like this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can be fully clothed and have somebody just, you know, cat call you, you know, and, and say horrible things or have workplace experiences, right? Where all of a sudden you go, you know what? It is not safe to be in a woman's body. I'm going to dim my light. I'm going to shut down. I'm going to hide. I'm going to, you know, cloak my energy and, and then game over. Right. And then you're not really living a, an exciting, powerful life for yourself. And it's just a life of hiding and ducking and running. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's one of the things um, that is the main reason. Um, another one is um, I, I find that there, there are really two, two other reasons. One, grew up without any example of a woman who is fully empowered in her mojo. So you know, true. Not having that female role model. And we don't have a lot of them um, in the world. We have more of them now than we ha- ever have. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of us alive on the planet right now um, didn't have great role models in this area. So it's a lack of, like, that it's even possible. Right. Right? So, and I would even say, um, t- just to say, like, I've been really hungry also for a mentorship like this for, for women. But women mm-hmm. who who walk the walk, you know, mm-hmm. you know and, and not just beautiful, mm-hmm. not just physically beautiful, but really embody this power. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's, there's that. And then there's the... Um, you know, then there are the women who just believe, oh, I, I kind of had it when I was younger, you know, like I had it when I was a teenager, right. a little wild child, you know, or maybe, you know, through my early 20s. But now I've had kids or, you know, now I'm married. And so, you know, you just like put that away. And all of a sudden they think there's a stop point. Right. Or that it's not even supposed to exist when you're older. Exactly. And what's really cool, I, I you know, I, there are a lot of older women who I get to work with. It's beautiful because they, they're, you know, just as hungry for it. Mm-hmm. And some of them, ne- again, never had the permission for it. Mm-hmm. And some of them are just like, where the hell is it gone? Like, mm-hmm. help me get it back. Right? And again, it's just uncovering. It's just simply uncovering that which is already within. Right. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So um, we always like to bring it around for the guys as well hey, because <laughs> it's two women talking about sex, but we definitely love our men. I do and love our um, men. 
And uh, so how do we include men in this conversation? And how do we go through this? What I feel, I don't think this is just a, a phase in culture. I think this is a really necessary revolution that's happening. For sure. Um, so it's, I think it's definitely here to stick, one of those, you know, pendulum swinging things. <laughs> and... Um, so yeah, how do we how do we go through this without alienating them, without making them feel disempowered, without you know? Well, yeah, th- I mean, first look. of all, then there's the second part of um, well, go ahead, go ahead. We'll well, here. here's the thing: like all of these tools are not you know they're not gender specific, right? So I think you know, guys, like you're actually getting a real good insight into what's possible for you as well. Like you literally can use the you know the mindset t- happen to your bodies. A man who's embodied, I mean, hello. So sexy. So freaking sexy. Come on. So, and then, you know, dudes play different roles in their lives, right? And also to pay attention more to your oasis. So it's just, you know, I think that includes you because not only can you use these tools, and men, by the way, who who have read my book, which, of course, was written for women, Find Your Me Spot, it's all about consciously using your senses to tap more into your mojo. Uh, There have been numerous Amazon reviews, actually, from guys who are like, yeah, I don't saw it on my girlfriend's thing, whatever, but I actually read it and a couple of guys actually bought it. But they said, I got so much out of it, right? Because again, it just helps them to be more present as well, right? right? So there's that aspect. And then I think to have an insight, you guys, into what, you know, a deeper insight into what's going on for women is really important um, for just an understanding of, uh, of our experience. So you can get a little bit more um, it's um, it's not about uh, necessarily well a little bit of empathy right mm-hmm. but a way to that we can be together with less conflict right so I think it, one of the things I always say is you know awareness is key because awareness without action is just mental masturbation True. <laughs> that's one of my memes <laughs> right I've been stuck there sometimes <laughs> yeah and I, I know too all my stuff it's like <laughs> it's happened to me um and so, you know, to have the, for guys to have the awareness of, you know, this particular kind of insight with women, um, will help men to interact with us in right. a more empowering way. And, um, and, and I think it's really encouraging because women so desperately want a man who embodies like his, you know, masculine, powerful mojo presence. Because that, that enrolls us as women to drop into our feminine right. and, like, let you, you know, lead. Right. Right? It's not that we don't want that. And I think, and, and I know this is this is a much bigger conversation, which I would love to talk about I know, some other time. I'm, I'm itching. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just, you know, just to put the last seed in that for the moment, it's like... Um, you know, women are, are desperate for it and they, they just have yet to have, again, the tools and the skills and the, the mentors and the examples of being able to drop the shell of the intense protection, which is, you know, more, um, of a masculine energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because they have the women haven't had the skills for that, and so it's not that we don't want you to open doors for us. I mean, some women don't, right? But I challenge that. You know, I, I, there, there, I've met a few who are genuinely, genuinely like, you know what? Not my thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. But the majority of women really do like crave um, a man who who holds space in in that way. And so I think 
um, by the guys hearing that the women are, you know, we women are going through this process of unfolding and trusting more in our own feminine power, which can be uh, a softer and, you know, sexy and sassy and mojolicious way when we're in a romantic or sexual scenario. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Which is, I think it's wonderful that this conversation is, is going on right now in society and, and with the work that you're doing because it just helps inform men too. We mm-hmm. haven't talked about this. We haven't really, we women haven't really opened up or even been able to communicate the details of what we're going through and what we need and all of that. So yeah. I think it's a very special time in, um, in history right now. I agree. So thank you for being a part of it. We're running out of time. And I also want to give this lady a chance to rest her sweet voice (laughs) before we start phase two of the day. Um, So again, you're listening to Deborah Kagan. Deborah, so you do coaching work with women. You're based in LA, or sorry, mentorship. Yeah, I definitely call myself mentor for sure. I I clarified that. (laughs) You do mentor work for women um, here in LA, but you can work with anyone anywhere. Yeah, no, I I have clients actually all over the world. That's what I love about the technology these days. So, yeah, I've, you know, we've got virtual work that happens. I had a client. This is so cool. I just want to share real quick. I sure. had a client actually reach out to me from Egypt a few years ago. Ooh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, which was really interesting. And, it, and I, I was very honored to work with her. You know, we worked over Skype. And um, and she radically shifted, you know, and that's not a culture that really um, accepts an that empowered woman. Balls. <laughs> and she was this great young gal. And she's really started to transform herself first because it all it starts with, uh, with ourselves. Yeah. And then... Um, the shift in her family and also in her workplace. Wow. So she's uh, shaking up some mojo over in Egypt. So yeah, I get to work with people all over the world, which is great. How wonderful. Great. Um, Great. So if if you're listening, I highly recommend you to get in touch with Deborah and check out her work. Um, So go to her website. It's Deborah-Kagan.com. And um, you can find her on social media at Deborah Kagan. She's on Facebook um, as the Mojo Recovery Specialist, or not the just Mojo Recovery Specialist. You can find it all there. On you the can web. Just, Google me, baby. <laughs> I think that's the sexiest invite for Google I've ever heard. And oh, we, there's a, there is a free gift on the site okay. as well. There's a great four-part um, free video training that'll help people in terms of tapping into those four pillars of Mojo. Mm-hmm. And there's a great exercise, actually. The second video um, helps you to ignite your power center. Ooh. Yeah, so that's a free gift on the website. Great. Yeah. Now, I'm partial to, like, men. I If I got a gift like this from a man, I'd be like, Oh, I love you so much. How awesome is that? So, guys, this is also for you. Go go check it out and maybe talk with your lady and see if this is something she might be interested in doing. Deborah, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us at here at TNA Talk Sex. Um, T is off and away for the weekend, but um, you're, this is A, Stephanie Allen, and you can find us on social media at TA Talk Sex. You can also email us at the show at advice at tatalksex.com if you have any questions or comments or anything you want to share. And my personal um, uh, social is The Real Stephanie Allen, and you can find me there. I look forward to chatting with you all there. And uh, you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. Thanks so much. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.